Welcome back, conversationalists, to another episode of KTCG Radio, keeping the conversation going. Today, we got three guests for you, and we're just exploring our confidence. How did we become ourselves through our journey through confidence? So we're going to start off with the first question, which is, how do you imagine a confident person? And do you find yourself emulating these values on a day-to-day basis? So, Andrew, you can start. If you don't have anything, I can move it over to Ma. Yeah. Um, confident person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To me, a confident person is somebody who can find the right balance of being boisterous when you need to and then also um being calm when you when you need to right uh being sure in in who you are what you bring to the table things of that nature so to give you some examples about the first point that i made um you know uh like let's take it to relationships right because i feel like that's a that's a common example that people use when it comes to confidence mm-hmm. um so just 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 knowing like when to when to uh you know oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a hard question when you think about it yeah definitely yeah. <laughs> um yeah, let, let, let's go with that for now. Okay. And then if I come up with more ideas, I'll, 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 I'll come back. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mo, you're up next. Um, I guess for myself, I can imagine a confident person as uh, someone who knows themselves really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they know their strengths. They know their weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, they know what they can bring to the table. And someone who can essentially articulate their, their worth or self-worth yeah. uh, very well. Yeah. Um, do I find myself emulating these values? Some days, yes. Some days, no. It, it constantly fluctuates. Um, but obviously, it it's if I feel like if you're in the supportive environment to you know be a confident person, if you have the people there, if you have your you know your 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 boys hyping you up, mm-hmm. and then you you're feeling confident one day, mm-hmm. and then you know you you take the lead on that the next day on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's a good way to start emulating that. Um, mm-hmm. So I do have my moments of trying to emulate being a confident person, uh, but there are definitely some days where that's not the case. All right, thank you for that, Mal. Yes, I can. Okay. Um, so uh, the you, what was the question? Who was a confident person? What uh, is how do you person? imagine a confident person? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I imagine a confident person as someone who uh, knows exactly that they can uh, go through whatever hurdle or situation. Let's just put it as a situation with, uh, what do you call it? I don't want to use the word confident. <laughs> uh, they would, they're, they're sure that they could go through whatever uh, challenge without any like hesitation or um... it is a difficult question yeah right it is a difficult question but it it is an attitude being confident is it's just an attitude thing you just know that you could do it and that's it you know Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, but there's also like different levels of confidence. There's like also being very, very overly confident. Yeah. Where you could probably come off as cocky. And then there's also a level of like, oh, I, I know I can do this. Um, I feel good about it. Got you. And do you find yourself emulating these values on a day-to-day basis? Uh, yes. I mean, for certain situations, I mean, it depends. Um, it could be at work and even personal. Uh, like when it comes to talking to random people, I'm very confident with that. So it doesn't, I don't really have a problem with that. But when it comes to maybe uh, doing a project that I'm not too familiar about, I'm not going to be as confident as I am with the projects that I'm familiar with. Makes sense. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right. Thank you for <laughs> gearing up your brain to answer the questions. I don't know, Andrew, did you find a extra answer or you're good? <laughs> I wanted to say Mo 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 bodied that question. (laughs) (laughs) Not to yeah, not to not to uh, you know discredit myself or Richard, but Mo, I I like I like what you said about um, confidence and and I don't I don't want to be redundant at all. So yeah, I'll I'll just go. Let's lean on what what Mo said. As far as like, do I find myself emulating that? Mm -hmm. Going back to what you know, echo what Mo said. Some days yes, some days no. Um, but yeah, you know, just, just being sure of what you bring to the table, um, knowing when to kind of, you know, open your chest and knowing when to, uh, to kind of take a step back that to me, that that's the important part, like when to actually not say anything or just mm-hmm. like to move low key. Cause yeah, I don't want to go too much on a tangent, but I'll, I'll try to come back to that. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Definitely. All right. Jamise has the next question. Yeah, thank you all for sharing. Um, definitely agree that, you know, it's just, it's the time and place for certain things and you just need to know when to do certain stuff. Yeah. Um, our next question is, are people born with confidence or is it nurtured? So do we just come out of our, you know, mama's wombs, just ready to take on the world or do our families help us in that process? Uh, Mo, you can go first. Uh I, I guess from personal experience, I do have to say that it is something that is acquired. It's, if you're not born with confidence, um, I like to think that everyone starts off on a, on a clean slate. Um, and it also goes back to the little uh, t- uh, comment I said about ha- surrounding yourself with, you know, your, your boys or uh, your, your, your essentially your social group. Um, because at the end of the day, when it comes to your confidence levels, obviously you can have confidence in yourself. That can be through uh, living a healthier lifestyle, being more social uh, on your own. Uh, but then if you're with your friends, it's an entirely different uh, realm because now, for example, like now you have your boys hyping you up to go talk to one person or they have uh, like even on, uh, let's say, if you if you have the opportunity or even, I guess, like the privilege to work with your friends at your at your job, they can. Uh, push you to do things that you are uncomfortable with, uh, but a good uncomfortable. So um, that level of confidence can, is, is, in my opinion, is definitely acquired. Um, it's not nurtured or, you know, right out, right out of mama's womb. Like, you're not going to see me wa- uh, walking out with like slick back hair. Like, yeah, I'm the baby in this hospital. Uh <laughs> It is definitely, in my opinion, something that is uh, worked on and definitely improved upon as time progresses. Definitely, definitely. 
uh, Richard? Perfect. Well, I just have to stop out. All right. So, um, confidence. Uh, I think it is uh, not inherited. You have to. It's basically nurtured. So, it, yeah, it's it's a lot of what Mo had mentioned. Um, it, it's 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 like a skill that you or uh, a characteristic that you learn eventually. Um, based on who, who you associate with or um, probably even with practice. Once you, when you practice things often, you become confident in, in, that, in that area. So uh, it is not inherited or passed on from like genes. I think it's, it's definitely nurtured. All right, thank you. Andrew, you're up next. Yeah, I, I, I struggled with this one uh, for a little bit because while I agree that you're not born with confidence, I do believe that some people are born with kind of like like an inkling that 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 mindset, right? Yeah. That um, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but I think like that mindset kind of goes hand in hand with your confidence. And then as you are, you know, with the support group, like Mo said, or as you accomplish more of your goals in life, the rate at which you develop that confidence um, might be faster than somebody else because mm-hmm. you kind of were born with that mindset of like, I will prevail. I will achieve. Um so it's like it's kind of like a, a yes and no, uh, not a straightforward answer. So maybe we're all born with like the ability to nature our confidence, but I do think there is a slight difference between people's mindsets, which has a strong influence on how confident you actually become. Because Con- confidence is is like really the belief, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um, just want to make that distinction there. Definitely. That that was a definitely an interesting response. Um, I feel as if you're right. There's not a it's not a yes or no answer. It's more of a gray area because I definitely believe. Like a, given an MLK, we don't. I don't think he ever imagined his life to lead towards that path, but mm-hmm. definitely there's a essence of like a leadership value that's unspoken or like not taught, but it's already in your body. And you yeah. a certain moment or certain period in time that like unravels that. And you're like, wow, I've never knew I can, I'm capable of this, but I'm doing it now. So yeah, that's definitely uh, an interesting perspective you shared there. Yeah. So thank you. Mm-hmm. And with that, we can move on to the next question. Was there ever a moment in your life that negatively impacted your self-esteem for a long period of time? And in contrast, was there a moment that brought light to that issue that you had in your life? Yeah. Okay. Um, To answer your question about, you know, did I go through a period of time where my confidence was shot? Yeah, definitely. Um, Most recent examples probably with work right? Because I had been for the longest time trying to make the transition from one side of the company to another side of the company. 
Um, and I found myself like attaching my self-worth to my ability to, 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 to make that transition when, um, you know, a, a lot of it is variables that are like outside of your control, you know, because at the end of the day, like people got to want to hire you. Like there's so many different things that, that, that play a factor. Um, and, and so, yeah, for me, like that, that was like a, probably a year and a half long journey. Eventually I, you know, I made the transition over, but during that time I was definitely like, you know, skeptical of my ability to do things um, because the only benchmark that I was, uh, I was looking at was, you know, did I successfully transition over? And I wasn't looking at the many wins too, which is like, you know, cleaning up your resume, having the conversations with the right people, things of that nature. So that that was definitely a moment where my confidence was shot. Mm-hmm. Um, on the contrary, what, what, what was the what was the second oh, part? In contrast, was, was there a moment that brought light to your journey ever since that uh, negative impact? Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess making the transition over, you know what oh, I mean? Okay. You feel like, damn, I did it. You know, <laughs> damn, I did it. It's been a long journey. Yeah. Um, but I was able to, to, to make it through, which, although it, it, it's positive, um, it, it kind of, it's a negative way to look at things. Um, Mm -hmm. because again, I'm just attaching my self-worth and like my entire confidence on making that transition over. So I think it's, 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 it's important to, to, to celebrate that moment, but I don't want to like totally attach my uh, my just capability, mm-hmm. right? All of my capabilities um, on whether or not I'm able to make that transition onto the to the other side of that uh, company. Definitely, definitely. All right, thank you for that. Yes. So um, a moment where I was negatively negatively impacted with my self esteem uh, was also during my career. So I am a real estate agent. And uh, I basically like transitioned back because I was doing hospitality for some time when I was in school. Mm-hmm. And once I graduated uh, a few months later, I decided to pursue the career again as a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. So back in January, I, I became a full-time real estate agent. And um, as you guys, should, I think you guys know that it's, it's a commission-based industry. Definitely. It's a commission-based job and that's how you make your money. So... I was confident, like, oh, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I could sell a few homes from here to the summer. Yeah. And I had savings and, and everything uh, planned out for that time period. So when we were getting closer to the summer um, and I noticed that I didn't sell anything due to the fact that we were like in a seller's market and I was working as a buyer's agent, which I still am. Um, Basically, there's a lot of competition in this market and a lot of uh, properties are being sold for over asking and a lot of the buyers I'm working with, uh, their offers are not as strong as other offers that come in. So that I guess that for some time did affect my um, self-esteem because I thought it was something that I was doing, but it's also like a circumstances situation. Um, So I ended up taking a pause for like a couple of months after like May, May, June around there. Mm-hmm. And recently, about a month ago, uh, I guess my self-esteem came back, especially when my my broker contacted me, offering me like a, a position where I'm paid hourly, mm-hmm. meaning that I get to work with these people and I get to assist them with um, the same tasks. And I guess that really brought up my 
confidence again <laughs> because <laughs> the fact that they called me back to come work with them because they I guess they like my work ethic mm -hmm. um meant a lot to me so um did I answer the question yeah you did right great yes I mean that's my experience yeah all right uh Mo you're up next I mean I I, I guess the the moment for me would have to be like when I was a kid uh I, I, there was a, a point in time where I was bullied to a point where I, I suffered like broken bones um so I guess like from there all the way into the beginning of college would be my entire duration of like low self-esteem mm -hmm. just because during that time, I mean, as a kid, I was a meatball, you know, <laughs> like you, you see, like you, you see a little brown version of me just walking in middle school, just like wobbling even. Mm -hmm. And then having gotten picked on for that and then uh continuously happening as time progressed the mm -hmm. overall like health vision of myself uh really took a toll on me just because of um i was a fat kid i'll just be honest here i was a fat kid mm -hmm. um so that was just really uh more of a wild time because mm -hmm. i never really let me looking back on it now I, i've never thought about how negatively it impacted me when it came to my decisions I made, mm -hmm. the things I actually put myself out for and so on. Uh, but I guess now like, this is going to transition into the light of the journey, mm -hmm. um, being more, being more conscious of how healthy I am and how I can actually improve my own situation mm -hmm. and not really let anyone essentially bully me down for that. Because at the end of the day, like, yeah, like if that person is, more i guess healthier than me or even fit um like that's cool for them right mm -hmm. live your life good for you I'm, I'm still working on me that's all i care about mm -hmm. um so i guess just like going going off of that that would be my moment of like negativity and negativity that yeah. impacted my self-esteem and then ultimately realizing that yeah. you know I, I i can work on myself and mm -hmm. do better Thank you for sharing, Mo. Yeah, I, I feel I feel you I feel you on that, Mo. Um, I, I definitely was a heavy set kid as well. Um, from like birth to maybe <laughs> nah, no cap. Like from wow. birth to yo, I was born nine pounds. If that tells you anything, right? Most babies I think are born like like six, seven pounds, something like that. I was born nine pounds, so it was like, man, I was. I was doomed to fail since I since I came out the womb, right? Yeah. Um, and up until like 21, uh, yeah, it's like I want to say junior year uh, at Baruch College um, is when I kind of, I don't know, I've maybe hit rock bottom and just mm -hmm. decided I wanted to make that transition. So I, that's when I really got serious with uh, with exercise, um, similar to Mo kind of experience some yeah. bullying. A lot of which I'm still unpacking right now, um, which is, is interesting, right? Because, uh, you know, it, it like I'm 26 and my, I, I noticed that my interactions with, and feel free to cut me off if, if I'm going too much on a tangent, but I noticed that my interactions with certain groups of people, although 
they're not the people specifically that bullied me because they're a part of that group of people that that bullied me is like when I'm interacting with them I like I have like that so raven flashbacks of that trauma mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and, and and I try not to let it influence my interaction yeah. with those groups of people but it's like as a human you can't help but think to you know those negative situations when you know when you and it's it's, it's so wild bro like Definitely. even years removed from that i'm mm-hmm. still kind of like you know still kind of triggered ptsd all that stuff but yeah um not to go into like a therapy t- tangent <laughs> and you know unpacking like your childhood trauma that's our next episode, that's, actually, but yeah, no. yeah that's that's important too you yeah. know what i mean that's yeah. super important definitely um just to like shed light on myself i mean i'm pretty sure a lot of people have had that journey with weight and how their experiences with like interacting with people for me it was my family especially my mom and my dad who made comments about my weight mm-hmm. and uh it it hits different when it comes from like people that it's just assume you can trust like family mm-hmm. like i didn't expect you to like roast me and like make me feel like yeah garbage. so like i it, even till now I, as you are i'm unpacking that and it's just a different level of like restraint and like trying to calm down especially when i'm talking especially when they still bring it up to this day mm-hmm. and it's I'm still trying to find ways to deal with it, still trying to find ways to avoid it. And it's it's definitely a difficult process for people to go through, especially without any blueprint of how to, you know, go through it and people just being like, oh, just lose weight. Well, well for some people, losing weight isn't that, not like one, two, three, it's not that easy. So it's definitely finding a way to like, reroute that anger to healthier forms of uh expression blowing off steam and so hopefully drew i hope you find that uh that key to your your struggles likewise likewise uh jamise you have the next question yeah um thank you all for just being vulnerable in that moment um Ahmed already knows that (laughs) being roasted is just part of my family as well. Um, And I just deal with it on the daily, just, you know, fat arms or like anything in general. Um, I do want to let you know that um, since I have started therapy, you cannot unpack those traumas alone. Um, I think you should find a way to delve into it. It is hard and it is difficult, um, but I know that those traumas will not be triggering within the next 10 years if you're doing the work. so I hope that you guys, you know, just feel better um, physically and mentally um, just in that space. Uh, so on to the next question. Um, is your sense of confidence contingent on having a significant other? So, you know, do you need a little boo thing to to keep your, <laughs> you know, to keep you all yeah, high and mighty? Uh, yeah, so... I saw that. I saw that question before jumping on there, and I was like, I was laughing at that. <laughs> well, Drew, you're gonna start. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm up. I'm up. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, is your confidence contingent on a significant other? 
So significant other, can we define that? Like, is it is that like a, a actual, is it a girlfriend or is it a sneaky it's, link? Uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> because the answer is different for me. Yeah, of course. Okay, okay. So just to put some boundaries, it's any person you share intimate value with. So it can be a sneaky link. It can be a girlfriend, boyfriend. It can be a wife. So it's, does your sense of confidence fluctuate depending on whether or not you're single or you have people you can share intimate values with does that yeah. help you yeah 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 um yo i think this is, <laughs> this is interesting because <laughs> for me personally i feel like with a girlfriend my confidence is the most at risk of of of, of being low interesting okay um that's what i found in my experience because with a girlfriend it's almost like a lot of what you do a lot of what you're able to accomplish you almost you're like i almost know that this person is gonna ride for me so there's no there's like less thrill behind what we're able to accomplish right and the thrill of accomplishing things is what boosts confidence right but when you when you have an expectation that this person is going to arrive for you or this person or like you you kind of just you you're able to anticipate what's coming along it's like i don't know it's less confidence boosting um now when it's with a sneaky link or just somebody that you know you you're not really sure it's like high risk high reward when you when you accomplish whatever it is that you accomplish with this person um, you know, and it doesn't always have to be sexual, but like just doing things with that individual, it, it I feel like there's a lot more thrill behind it. Okay. Um, so, and it's not to say that you, there can't be thrill with a girlfriend, but like over time, right. With significant other being like a girlfriend, it, I don't know how to describe it, yo. Like you just, <laughs> like you're more on edge with somebody that you barely know, but like when, <laughs> when it's your girlfriend, it's like, oh, I know she's gonna do this. So I know he's gonna do that. You know what I mean? Like if roles are reversed. Yeah. Um, so I, that's why I think like your, my confidence is more at risk when it comes to um, girlfriend versus like sneaky link, because I get confident based on like the thrill of accomplishing things that I didn't think I could accomplish. Mm -hmm. And so I have to be very intentional when I have a girlfriend to like make sure I'm still finding ways to put myself out there mm -hmm. um, and, and, and not just like coast or not just like, okay. I don't know, no, like still make life sense. super exciting. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, if that, yeah, if that don't make sense. <laughs> no, it does. It does. I see. I mean, that's that's true. That's true to your experience. But yeah, I guess for exactly. me, I can kind of see where you're going at because with um, there's a pressure when you're in a relationship to keep things interesting or to keep things not feel like it's mundane and feel like right, right. You're taking your significant other for granted. But I guess with a sneaky link. I see your, I see how you're categorizing the relationship, but like for, just for that question, 
do you think that your confidence is on a higher plane compared to your single when you're in like in a, a long-term relationship? Yeah. And then to, yeah, to, to, I guess to bring it all home, like yeah. my goal is to always make sure my confidence is at an all time high, regardless of if I'm in a relationship, okay. if I'm, if I'm with a sneaky link or if okay. I'm single. Right. But I'm saying like confidence is way more at risk for at me risk, yeah. to be lower when I'm in a, when I'm in a relationship, because a lot of my confidence comes from the thrill of just doing shit that I didn't think I would do. Right. Okay. And, and I think like, to your point about girlfriend, uh-huh. a lot is a lot of it is expected or a lot of it is predictable. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to be intentional about, uh, hey, like, let's do something that like feels fun or feels different than okay. what we haven't done. Okay. When it's with a sneaky link, it's like you 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 barely know this person. Yeah. So everything you do, every interaction is yeah. just bound to okay. uh, feel different. Right. Okay. Like like, yo, let's go on top of a roof today or just hang a chill there, right? Like, damn, like, I can't believe I just did that, right? But if you go on top of a roof with your girl, it's like, that's that's dope, it's fun. But it's like, you almost, you already knew that person was gonna be down to do it anyway. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I don't know, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, just to, okay, just to give you one more way to think about it. Say for instance, you guys had like a big fight and tomorrow you yeah. have like this big project presentation that you have to do. You still work at Google, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. so you have this project that's the fine, the deadline is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. The night before you're fighting with your girl over like uh, emotional issue or like an issue with another person. Does yeah. that fight affect your performance of the project the next day? Uh. Yeah, I was. I would say so, probably. Okay. Okay. Um, just because I'm like a Drake kind of guy too. So I, <laughs> I like. I feel. I feel everything. You know, I'm a Leo and I'm a Drake kind of guy. So, uh, yeah, I, it's hard for me to compartmentalize and like yeah. things definitely have an effect on me. But I. But I don't think that's different between girlfriend and sneaky link like if a sneaky link was to upset me the, the day before then uh-huh. that would probably that would probably impact um uh you know the presentation the next day um okay whether or not your relationship affects your your determination of whether or not your capabilities like you're you're yeah, a and, and, and that's how that's kind of like that's kind of how I was I want to close yeah. I'm not saying like the girlfriend having a girlfriend because I, I have a girlfriend right now yeah, right like yeah, long-term yeah. girlfriend mm-hmm. and it's it's fun it's exciting mm-hmm. but what I'm saying is I find that like you have to be way more intentional mm-hmm. about the things you do to mm-hmm. keep it um exciting because naturally like in a relationship when you're with someone over an extended period of time mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. You can not like it becomes routine. There's like it becomes, yeah, right. There's, there's a it, risk it becomes for a little it to bit become, more yeah. routine. Yeah, and and you have to like literally plan out the thrill. Whereas mm-hmm. like just being with somebody else, so uh, is a sneaky link. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah there's there like it just it's it's like a it's it's more thrill driven Uh because Uh every time you link it's like you don't really know what's gonna happen right um so that's so i would so like confidence is more at risk with the girlfriend but Mm -hmm. i 
I wouldn't say like the girlfriend, my girlfriend, like hurts my confidence necessarily. Yeah. You just got to make sure that you're, you, you're finding other ways. I'm finding other ways to like, to, to, to accomplish the different goals and boost my confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, so that it doesn't, it doesn't, um, uh, it doesn't like saturate at all. Gotcha. All right. Thank you for <laughs> working with me through that whole process right there. I, I feel, I feel like I'm going to get canceled. For no, saying you're, <laughs> you're fine, bro. You're fine. <laughs> Yo, bro, you can go. Yo. <laughs> how, how do I come up? How, how do I like compare with that? Uh, you got to try, man. Uh, is the sense of confidence contingent on a significant other? Uh, I'm playing devil's advocate and say no, it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, you can, you know, you can have your significant other. Mm-hmm. They can hype you up, but let's say at it, let or in one case, if you guys aren't living together, right? Mm-hmm. They they leave and then you're all alone again. Mm-hmm. You know. And then that sense of confidence goes with them. And then it's just like, all right, so I'm not confident anymore. I, ha- I have to rely on my significant other to essentially like feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, and that responsibility is solely your own. Mm-hmm. You have to essentially like be confident. But um, going back to what I was saying, this that sense of confidence is solely your own to mm-hmm. build upon. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a significant other who adds on or helps you become more confident that you are mm-hmm. great that's that's good for you happy for you keep it up mm-hmm. uh but at the end of the day i i personally believe that your sense of confidence is your own mm-hmm. uh you have to do you have to put in the hours you have to put in the work the mm-hmm. the go through that entire journey of knowing who you are and what mm-hmm. makes you feel confident as an individual mm-hmm. um as well and uh yeah all right <laughs> Hey, hey, be- <laughs> hey, before I get canceled, can I just <laughs> go ahead, <laughs> can, I just, uh, can I just go off of what Mo was saying? So I definitely agree with Mo. I'm sorry, Richard. Like I just had to, I had to come in here. I definitely agree 100% with what Mo was saying. Like the onus is on us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but just to like drill this point home, because I feel like I maybe have been a little bit unclear. Mm-hmm. When I say it's at risk, um, I just feel like, you know, I mean, look at examples of people who get in relationships and then maybe you you be, you just become a lot more passive about your goals. You know what I'm saying? Like because the relationship tends to like be at the forefront now. Um, and when you become more passive about your goals, for me, at least confidence, like I'm assessing my uh, my confidence. Um, uh, I, I'm assessing my confidence based on my ability to accomplish these goals you know what i'm saying so so you just have to be a lot more intentional when you're in a relationship hence why i feel like the relationship can put your confidence at risk when you are single or if you're just you're dating somebody that's you know it's not too serious you have a lot more time and like autonomy over your own schedule so you can be a lot more proactive about those goals hence why my confidence tends to be think like at an all-time high organically and I have to be like less intentional about it but 
regardless of if I'm in a relationship, I love my girl. Um, Regardless of if it's a sneaky link, regardless of if I'm single, I'm always trying to keep my confidence at an all time high. It's just that like in the relationship, because you're prioritizing somebody else, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes there's not as much time for those goals and then your confidence can be at risk. Makes I feel sense. like this is a lot Makes more sense. clear. You know what I'm <laughs> now, don't cancel me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, hey. dude. Right, Shout out to my girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, you're up next, Richard, if you got anything to share. You're Absolutely, yes. I, I can speak now. Okay. Um, so... Honestly, I, I don't even know how to answer this question, but um, I have, I, based on my experience, mm-hmm. it, it fluctuates. It just depends on who the person is. Okay. If it's someone, like if I know their history, mm-hmm. uh, my confidence could, could be put into a test right there. You know, like I'm not going to feel, I don't think I'm going to be feeling as confident. Gotcha. Um, so I guess that also has to, it could, I guess it does has to do with like the overall mm-hmm. experience um but i really do not know how to answer this question the right way <laughs> okay thank you richard um sure. with that if you got nothing else drew you good you feel safe? <laughs> no, I, was, I was just gonna tell richard like that's that's the best answer because <laughs> then you're not gonna get canceled like me <laughs> Don't worry, bro. I'm, I'm pretty sure yeah. you're not. <laughs> also, I feel like the host need to answer. Right? Oh, the right? host? Like, okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put y'all yeah, in the yeah. hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's, that's no problem. problem with me. I'm good. No, um, honestly, like when the entire time, Drew, that you were talking, I was like, you're not going to get canceled. Like, I think the important <laughs> part of this is that, like, I don't know. I feel like, and even Mo said it, like, you're born alone, right? Like, you're you're born alone. And your environmental factors, like the people around you, have an impact on how you move, like how you feel about yourself. So it's not any you said that, like, you know, your confidence is at risk. I feel like when I'm in a relationship, I mean, even though I am in one, right? But just in general, like when I am in a relationship, there is a sense of like, am I doing the right thing? You know, your your self-esteem is is at risk because now you're thinking you're not thinking about yourself, but you're also thinking about what you're doing for other people. So it's like, yeah, I'm here. I'm doing what I need to do. Like, I know me. Like, I know I'm confident. I know I'm strong. I know I'm a, you know, a bold woman. I know I'm ambitious. But like having that person in your space, and it depends on how that person is. Are they detrimental to your self-esteem or are they supporting you in becoming the person that you want to be? And I feel like it's not contingent, but it does have an impact on just how you move and how you think about yourself. Um, and so, yes, it is at risk when you're in a relationship because now you have to kind of like open yourself into a new realm of like, oh God, like, am I the shit? Am I not the shit? Like what's about to happen? Um, and I think that that's just happened. And the same thing when you were mentioning like sneaky link, like when I've had just, you know, just little friends. flirt. Yeah, just little <laughs> friends. Yeah, you know, nice little... <laughs> nice little friends with benefits right it's not that big of a deal because i'm just doing what i want to do like it just i'm still me i'm still doing what i want to do but there's no like emotion or like that connection i mean it's the intimate connection but there's no like damn like i really want to build a like relationship and like life term you know just whole impact and relationship with you like this is a commitment like that's not a commitment like you just don't care you just moving how you want to move like you know you at that point but like now you're putting someone into your 
space that you really want to stay there, right? That you want them, you want to keep them and you want to make sure that like they know who you are. And it's like, you're showing it to them, but you're all, but they are also like, nah, you're not really what I thought you could probably be, but you're showing them like who you can be. Um, so I do think that like, there's a huge impact on like, just what they do to your self-esteem and your confidence in the long run. Mm -hmm. And just to keep it short, um, for me personally, I'm a highly emotional individual and I had to like unlearn how to separate my emotions and like, the actions of like people and like just making sure that anything and everything they do was not an attack towards me because I had to like unlearn that coming from my family I just grew up really emotional so with me personally relationships stress my EQ a lot because I'm always wondering am I doing the right thing am I good enough am I being the right boyfriend so I actually do think that my confidence is more stable when I'm single. And I've, I've shared that with Jamise. Like, I'm, I feel more confident when I'm single because I don't have to worry about the A relationship because of its complexity and like the amount of work that you have to put on it, the amount of uh, times where you feel mm -hmm. like you're not doing well, is my penis size okay, my being emotional. Like, there's a, so many worries that there's in a relationship that me personally this relationship is great but if i like mentally had the choice if like I, if i was able to choose my path i think my level of confidence would be higher if i was single because i don't have that stuff to worry about not saying that jamis <laughs> is making me feel like garbage at all times but that's just who i am and what i had to learn about myself and like the journey of my confidence, basically, just to keep it short. Um, I would like to add to that. Yeah. Uh, I guess Jamise and you actually like hit the points that I was trying to emphasize <laughs> and I didn't yeah. know how to get to. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm in a situation where, oh, I've been in situations several times too, because it's not the first time where, for example, the friends with benefits are interested in pursuing a relationship. Yeah. Yet I don't feel that confidence in doing that because I feel mm -hmm. like, it's easy for you to just continue doing the friends with benefits situation. You know, you could hold mm -hmm. me down, but then see other guys. So <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I feel that when, if I, if I'm not meeting the person like through Tinder, mm -hmm. I feel that I, I feel like a lot more confident if I met them in a different environment, yeah. in a different setting, mm -hmm. because of the fact that I don't know that that wasn't exposed. Okay. But when you see that there's some other interests and, you know, we're in, when you're friends with benefit of other people or you're just hooking up, yeah. it, it, you know, and then suddenly you want to establish a relationship. But what if my thought, my thoughts would is what if the person gets bored and yeah. they want to continue seeing other people? So mm -hmm. um, I feel, I mean, I feel that I, I don't know. I just, it, it just depends on the person, I guess. Definitely. <laughs> it definitely yeah. does. But yeah, any the, everybody shared their hearts out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this I topic. Is, do you got anything else to add? <laughs> no, nah, I mean the the only thing is, I guess to wrap it up, it, it's yeah. interesting to see like what side of the coin everybody sits on. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I, I I think like the common denominator is your confidence 
is at risk when you're in a relationship, but we all have different reasons why, right? Like you spoke about how it's like, are you doing enough? For me, it's like, damn, I'm not able to kind of focus on my goals, which Mm -hmm. as much, which hurts my confidence Mm because I base my confidence on my ability to achieve. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that, that, I think that's, what's been interesting for me, like hearing all the different reasons why people feel like your confidence can be at risk when you're in a relationship. Definitely. All right. Thank you for letting us answer, Andrew. (laughs) We could uh, move on to the next question. Has thoroughly accepted the person you are in this moment? And if not, what are things you need to work on? Mohammed, can you answer? <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. I oh, was just thinking about this. Um, have I accepted the person I am right now? Definitely not. Uh, oh, well, it's a yes and no. I've accepted where I am currently, but I do not accept the person who, um, I guess, I am at the same time because I, I I know when to say like, all right, I've made great progress with these strides, uh, whether that's in my career, uh, emotionally, mentally, physically. Um, so there are some times where I'm like, you know, I feel okay. Like I feel okay with the person I am now, but I do not feel satisfied. Um, that's, that's, that's what I wanted to say. Um, so like, for, for my career, I mean, uh, like thinking about what, like, what is next, you know, uh, if I want to join, you know, business groups uh, in my organization or, you know, lead up a, you know, lead, lead up a project that's currently taking place um, in my, I guess, academic life, just do I want to go for an MBA? If I do, what do I want to study? Where do I want to study? And so on and so forth. Uh, in regards to uh i guess like health like all right what new workouts can i try uh how can i push myself to that next level um so it's essentially acknowledge so i i i'm I'm gonna speak for me because Mm -hmm. i mean this is me uh i i personally feel like i can be okay with where i am now but i'm not satisfied because I know there are constantly things that are needed for me to get to where I want to be. Like I, I, I firmly believe in if you if you're able to vision if you're able to have a vision of your future, then you're able to work towards it. Mm-hmm. And I have a vision that I need to continuously work towards. So, have I accepted the person I am in this moment? Out of all this, no. But will I accept the person I uh, I am within five, maybe ten years, or lay down line? Of course. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you, Mo. Uh, Richard, you're- uh, I I think I accepted the person that I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, however, uh, I don't know. The thing is that I feel like it's also uh what do you call it it changes daily so i mean today i feel very satisfied about myself uh, but then there's days probably when things are not going well or maybe uh when i start to analyze like certain things that i've done that's when i start to like question like oh am i you know the person that i've become is it is it the right uh am i am i the right person you know or sometimes we also have uh, certain situations where society uh, molds us in a certain way, yeah. and it's like you're acting 
according to society society's uh um expectation you know value and it's like if it's not aligned with yours you you start to question like okay uh what's 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 the whole purpose of me uh you you know because it's not you're you're not enjoying yourself you're not enjoying yourself you're not enjoying your life Mm -hmm. so it's like why am i doing these things just because society um or family or friends uh are thinking that these are the right things for example my 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 thing is uh i went to baruch Mm -hmm. and at one point i felt like there was no need for me to continue being in baruch and you know i i'm i'm proud that i finished it because i always like to finish when i start but at the same time i feel that if i would have left and done other things with my life i would have probably been in a different situation um and i think the reason why i stayed in college longer or you know till the end is probably mostly because of like um family achievements and stuff like that so i mean in a sense it makes me proud but then at the same time it's like i did something that i didn't really enjoy Mm. um so i mean that's just one perfect example of of uh, my current situation definitely thank you for sharing with that i mean i finished college i feel like 60 percent because my parents expected me to 40% was me wanting to actually finish college. But just like you, I didn't want to not finish because I already came this far. And uh, I don't regret it, but I do wonder how life would be different if I didn't complete college or if I was a college dropout. Would I have made it? Would I have found other opportunities? Would would I have been more successful? So that's definitely a... uh, a multiverse type question right there. <laughs> right, um, right. You can go ahead, uh, Drew. Um, yeah, that's a tough one because, by the way, I love how vulnerable we, we all get in. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a tough one because um, I, I anchor on Mo's point about you know, it's always a work in progress. Yeah. But I feel like ultimately, yeah, I'm grounded in in who I am. Um, I've I've identified that it is always going to be this ebb and flow, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, the some days are going to feel great. Um, some days you're going to feel on top of the world, and some days you're not. Mm-hmm. But if I just take the average, um, like you know, the average of ten days, yeah. then I would say more often than not. I feel I feel pretty good. My challenge or my struggle is now is like feeling comfortable projecting who I am in in my entirety to the world. Mm. Um, so doing that at scale because there, there's a part of me that's a that's like a not a people pleaser, but I I definitely enjoy connecting with other humans. And there's you know at the end of the day, like you everybody's going to have a point of view and it's not always going to resonate with mm-hmm. resonate the way you want it to with other people. Mm-hmm. So it's like pushing past that and saying like, just on some Kanye shit, like, yo, I don't care what people, which is within a, within of itself controversial, mm-hmm. but the one positive to that, uh, you know, that, that, that mindset or that way of living is like, 
you get to just be free and you get to just be yourself, right? Which there's a beauty to it. Um, <clears throat> so I would say, yeah, that that's, that's, that's probably like what my current challenge is, you know what I mean? Just like being okay with knowing that, yo, at the end of the day, everybody's not going to agree with you um, on, on your different outlooks. And it's about standing your ground, um, you know, having healthy debates, having healthy conversations with people who are deserving of, of, of those conversations. Um, and then moving past like what you ultimately can't control. Gotcha. Yep. Thank you for that. Um, uh, there's a thing I wanted to say, but I feel like it would be better for the next question. Uh, nobody okay. has anything else to add? Mo, you're good. Richard, good. All right. Uh, Jamise, I think you have the next one. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with Drew. The vulnerability in here is is real. And it always happens <laughs> on this show, I tell you. Um, so are you currently faking it until you make it? Is there a, pro a pre is there pressure for you to seem successful? Um, you know, that that's everybody's favorite phrase to say and phrase to live by. But like, is it helpful or is it hurtful? And is there a pressure for you to seem successful? by family, friends, even by yourself because of the world. I think Richard, you're up first. Yep. All right. Um, great question. So, I mean, I don't think I had to fake anything until I make it. Um, what can I say about that? Uh, I don't have to, I don't like to give false images. That's all. So, I mean, career-wise, uh, it's, 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 you know, I'm very honest with everything I say. Um, for example, when I'm working with people and they ask me certain questions like, oh, um, how many sales have you made? I'm very honest. I haven't sold anything yet. You know, there's no need in, in lying because I feel like eventually that's going to come out. People will know, you know, and it's it's it, I think it's a worse um, thing to be called the liar or, you know, um, you know, I just don't want to have that image on me. So as a. I, yeah, that's it. I don't have to fake anything. So yeah, um, I don't think that's the best uh, strategy to have um, just to impress people. Just be honest with your own self. And I know that eventually things are going to get better and I'm going to be in, in a different situation. Yeah. Thank you, Richard. Mm -hmm. um, just quickly, is there pressure for you to seem successful? No. Um, I mean, I kind of feel like I'm achieving the success. So it's. I think it's gradual. So it's not mm -hmm. like... Oh, I mean, probably because of the fact, like I had mentioned before, I went to Baruch and I didn't pursue this career before. So I feel like I'm a little bit behind, but then at the same time, everything happens at its own time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, I just know that's gradual. Um, I can't, I can't, you can't jump to the top. You can't start at the top. You got to start climbing steps, you know? So mm -hmm. um, that's my... That's my that's my point of view. Got it. Yeah. Uh Drew, you're up next. He looks like he's very deep in thought right now. Yo. <laughs> Yo, the whole time Richard was talking, I was like, I was listening, right? So if you want to quiz me on what he said, like I could definitely answer, but I literally was just like, Am I faking it until I make it? Am I faking it until I make it? Am I faking it until I make it? 
That's um, real though. That's real. Thanks for sharing that. Am I faking it until I yeah, so Rich, I, I like what you're saying about transparency. Um am I faking it until I admit yo Mo, can you take this one first? <laughs> I'm gonna say both is you. Drew's over there yeah. in a trance. Get out of you gotta get out of it. Get out of it. Yo, <laughs> like, I, all right, all right, all right. So let me all right, let me let me just let, let me just attempt to Mm-hmm. To answer this question, um, am I faking it until I make it? The answer <laughs> is, yo, I don't know why this feels so difficult. Um, am I faking it until I make it? I, I think. It, do you feel like do you need a little push? Yeah, I need I need okay. a little booster seat or something like um, that. <laughs> so you can think about it in this way. Um. So, you know, we all have careers. We're all working towards something, right? Um, You can think of it as, do you genuinely do the work that you do because you want to? Or are you going going through that process and it's like, I I just got to be a leader because I I know one day I have to get to that point. Like that, you're not being your true self, but you're emulating things or ideas of into yourself, like into what you do in your work, just to get to where you want to be. And just to pick yeah. up off of Jamis, and I hope this helps you. Do you think that there's a facade you have to portray on your Instagram, your social media, in your day-to-day life to make other people f- perceive you as like, yo, Drew is doing it right now. Like, I got to be like Drew. And on the flip side, while you're doing that, is it fake? Like, is it just the facade you're trying to portray because you feel like there's a invisible force that's making you feel like you need to be successful. Yeah, I, I love I love that y'all uh, broke this down elementary school level for me because I, I definitely <laughs> needed that. I think w- what was so tough about the question is like I, I'm interpreting it in so many different ways. So I'll just start with what you all had mentioned about um career well actually i'll go to like my original interpretation of the question faking it until i make it is hard to answer because i never want to feel like i've made it you know what i'm saying um like in my instagram bio like literally it's celebrate then get back to it right so (laughs) i I, so so i never i I never want to make it And, and in some sense i feel like i am like i am faking it or I'm just I'm trying to continue to to challenge myself right which sometimes can feel like I'm faking it because in challenging myself I don't always know what I'm doing I don't always I especially if it's new right like sometimes you don't have that mentor that consistent mentor that's kind of helped that's helping to guide you through these different life decisions that you're making. Mm-hmm. And so in, in some sense, you have to like fake it and you have to just like put yourself out there and, and just, you know, adopt this mindset of like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing it. Um, and, and then, you know, eventually that leads to hopefully like either a learning or just like a reassurance that like, hey, it was, it was a good idea to follow my intuition and, and, and go through with this. Um, so I, I feel like I'm constantly living in a fake it until you make it um, um, mindset. Yeah, environment or whatever. You know what I mean? So that's why this question is so hard. To, uh, <laughs> 
so hard to answer. And then in terms of like the social media um, element of it, uh, yeah, there's definitely that that pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because you you want to make sure that you're like relevant with the times, and you know, you're like you're 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 not letting um, the the pressures of what society's doing like totally get to you, but mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, it does play a, a factor. Um, and then that's when you have to like try to find ways to like moderate, your, uh, moderate your usage and, um, you know, uh, factor in just different benchmarks that you have for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. This, I'm t- my answer is kind of scattered for this, but that's that's like where this question, that's how this question is, is making me feel. Like I personally, I think like in conclusion, I am in this constant state of um, faking it until I make it because ultimately I've never made it. Um, so my goal ultimately is um, to to stay grounded in who I am and my goals and just be authentic yeah. uh, and, and not uh, succumb to any pressures yeah. uh, to be successful. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there is a level of just like, I don't really know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know, uh, especially like, like I said, if you're trying out new things for the first time, like you're, you're literally designing your own blueprint as you go along. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's always this element of like faking it until I until I make it. Um, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Thank you, Drew. <laughs> Thank you, Drew. Um, I mean, I, I was literally just trying to think. Uh, am I faking it until I make it? I think I I think I I would also have to say with Drew like I don't want to feel like I made it because then I feel very content and I'd much rather be on my toes than just, you know, relaxing, being laid back. Um, so, I mean, even for, for work, there are times where I say, you know, Oh, you know, Hey, hey I hate work. Or there are times where I say, Oh, I love work. Um, so, I mean, am I really faking it till I make it? I, I, I like to think of it as a, I just want to continuously be on my toes. Um, and then going to the social media aspect. Um, I have a lot of friends of mine who are very, who are essentially in my eyes, hyper successful um, living, let's say for example, in like living downtown Manhattan, traveling every other weekend, uh, having essentially lavish lifestyles. And um, I can't really focus on me if I'm focusing on that, uh, which ended up causing me to delete Instagram, delete Snapchat. I'm only on Twitter because, you know, I want to see what things are trending on. And plus Twitter, Twitter is a different ballpark compared to Instagram and Snapchat. Um, so just like getting rid of social media entirely, obviously my, my, my accounts are still there. I just, I'm, I'm not on them. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, that it alleviates the pressure of, like, oh, I need to, I need to be like them. But then it's like, yeah. they are their own person. I'm me. I, I don't want to compare myself to anyone else. I'd much rather compare it to myself and mm-hmm. push myself. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then is there a pressure for you to seem successful for, I mean, for my family, I was the first one to graduate college, you know, um, I'm the only boy in my household. I have four younger sisters. One of them just got into medical school and wow. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm working as an analyst and <laughs> I, I, I'm not, I'm not in medical school, but <laughs> here I am. Uh, so the pressure for me to be successful Okay, let me rephrase that going off the questions that uh, you said uh, to seem successful. Um, in my family, we'd much rather focus on being successful rather than looking successful mm. um, because our our focus is on us, our well-being, whether that's physical or mental, yeah. um, as opposed to whatever else. Because <laughs> my, my mom always says, like, you shouldn't let anyone tell you what defines you in regards to your success or your accomplishments because they're not paying your bills they're just critiquing you wanting to make you feel bad um so i feel like there's a real difference between being successful and seeming successful like seeming is just like oh yeah look at me i'm on a boat having fun and then next thing you know like oh yeah i'm having a great job but then behind the scenes they could be miserable they'd be having a terrible time but they're just putting up a, front, a lot of people are putting up a front just to essentially look or quote unquote be successful. Yeah. Um, so is there pressure for me to seem successful? Mm-hmm. Not at all. Instagram is no longer there to bother me in my sleep. <laughs> Same thing with Snapchat, uh, Twitter. I'm only there for the hilarious tweets and, uh, and the conversations. Uh, I, I, I make my own interpretation of personal success yeah. and that's the only thing that matters to me now. Thank you very much, Mel. And with that, Drew, you good? Richard, nothing else to share? Yeah, I, I kind of like, I have an itch. <laughs> uh, but I, hopefully, well, I should say like, are we going to talk about social media at all? Uh, not entirely, no. But if you can add it to this question since we mentioned it, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just, I, yeah, I think that that, that conversation about like, uh pressure uh-huh. and social media is definitely a thing and on one end i i think like it's it has a like a huge negative influence mm-hmm. but for me sometimes i i, I use it to be like all right cool gotcha uh, this person did this, <laughs> so I need to come back and level up and do that, right? So it kind of it is like this wow. this very toxic relationship where like it fuels me, but it it it, it, uh, it discourages me as well. Because mm. um, I don't know I just, your stories, I, bro. Your highlights, concerts, vacation. Nah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you doing it, bro? Chill, chill, chill. chill. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah, I just, I, I, I know if, it, if it, it's a little random, but I just wanted to yeah, of course. Uh, speak a little bit to the social media piece because that's definitely a huge, yeah. that's a huge factor um, in yeah. today's world. Um, for me personally, just to like quickly add before we move on to the next question, I purposely don't like posting our vacations and our like constantly on social media just because of that because mm-hmm. i don't want to feel like i'm comparing my life to anybody else's like 
the, Jam- yeah. the experiences me and Jamise make are for me and Jamise alone. You know, mm-hmm. we recently went to Vegas. We barely had an inkling of that in our social media. Yeah. Just so we don't go into that rut of like just showing our lives off to other people. We can show like a little tiny bit of highlights, but right? Not the entire trip. Like, oh, look what we did here. Oh, we went skydiving too. Oh, we saw like the Grand Canyon and stuff like that. Yeah. So we can get out of that like rotation and that toxic relationship of social media. But I just wanted to add that. Um, See, now you ignited something. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you're if you're free to go past two hours, we can make this a conversation. No, no, I I, really, really, really quick, really, really quick. I'm sorry. I love that you said that though, because yo, I'm I'm like I'm like the Grinch in my family now. <laughs> my sister, she's twenty, she's twenty. Uh, I shouldn't put her age out there, right? Um, yeah, but she's two years that. older than me. Yeah. I'm twenty six, and she's two years older than me. So y'all do the math, right? And um, it's funny because you would think that like I'm more social media focused because yeah. I, I guess yeah. like the younger you are, right? Like yeah, the more exactly. you're like yeah. in that lifestyle, TikTok, IG, all that stuff. But now I'm like the Grinch of the family because like we'll go out or we'll do things. And I literally, I looked at her, I'm like, don't put this online. Don't do it. Cause she, everything she's like putting on social yeah. media. Yeah. So I, I, I thought that that was interesting that you said yeah. that I, I'm done. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. I just want to make sure we at least cover most of the questions, but yeah, 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 sure. that can be something we can come back to in a future episode. So yeah, nah, I'm the, like, yo, yeah. I'm done. As you can tell, I was, I was the kid that got kicked out of class. <laughs> no, you're fine, you're fine. All right, with that, we can move on to the next question. Uh, if you guys have any quick scenarios that you have with situations that continue to challenge your confidence, i.e. public speaking, leading, leaders, leading positions, relationships, etc. Like, what are situations that you still experience that continue to challenge and I think Mo is starting first this time. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah sure. So uh, I guess really quick, it would mm-hmm. have to be, uh, I mean, since everything is virtual with, with you know, with work, with, mm-hmm. I mean, everything in life now, mm-hmm. um, I guess like taking the lead on meeting sometimes mm-hmm. during work. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, find, I find that in person, I am a, a very social person. Yeah. I can definitely be outgoing and yeah. uh, sh- show my true colors. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, even recently, there was a, a meeting where I, I kind of fell through the cracks because, well, it's, it's virtual. And it's, kind of, mm-hmm. it's surprisingly difficult to speak to people via, uh, I guess, Zoom because then it's like, all right, you know, you don't know their uh, like body posture. You yeah. can't read their body language. There's like little cute, there's like little social cues you can pick up on. Yeah. Um, so I guess like that was a little thing that challenged my confidence. So, I mean, I, I've been working on that, but that, that would be probably the one thing I automatically came to my mind. Okay. Uh, Richard, you're up next. I'm still confused about the question, honestly. Could you elaborate more? Okay. Um, so are there still situations that continue to just make you feel like, oh, I don't think I can really do this right now. Or like, just continue to like, make your sense of confidence waver. Like any uh, public speaking opportunities or any opportunities to lead where you're like almost second guessing, you're doubting 
your sense of like whether or not your ability to do it yeah makes sense um i mean it, it could be for even i i'm just gonna use a simple example um i'm i'm very like to myself so mm-hmm. like i contribute but i i think i always give the minimal um so for example i remember it was for like last thanksgiving we were at my uncle's at uncle's house and you know we were all drinking and whatever and then it's like he's the host but he doesn't want to do the the, the speaking before the dinner because they usually like speak before dinner we give thanks and everything so it's funny because he didn't want to do it and then it's like nobody wanted to do it and then they put me they're like oh richard graduated this year why can't he do it and i'm like really so they put me out there i mean i did a good job i did a great job but it's like one of those situations that um I don't, I guess I don't like to take that leadership position unless I'm forced to. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's what's, that's what I've noticed a lot about me. I wouldn't, it. I, I wouldn't want to lead unless it's like the last resort. So, um, yeah. Got it. Yeah. There are people like that. <laughs> don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jew, you're up. Um, I'm going to try not to give you a 15 minute answer. So for me, it's probably what I said a little bit earlier, um, just projecting myself in my entirety uh, to the world. So let's say you were to ask me these questions just personally with no cameras on and we were just like in the car, we were just having lunch, um, chopping it up regularly. I would just have so many like clear concise like structured answers without even preparing but then I'll prepare before this uh before this podcast right and because I know like people are going to be watching it and you know it's like this pressure to be buttoned up and say things the right way and have the right point of view um so I'm I'm, I'm letting go of that you know what I mean and just being mm-hmm. like fuck it like I'm just gonna I'm trying to just like be more fluid, be more organic with my approaches, and um, you know, time over time, like I'll, I'll I'll make progress. But yeah, that, that's probably something that I'm uh, still struggling with. Definitely. Yeah. Sorry, can I just add? I think that's exactly my situation too um, with Drew. I I feel I don't know if I feel this anxiety because I'm being recorded, but um, <laughs> if, if I was in a, in a room with you guys and I knew that I was. If I didn't know I was being recorded, I think I would be a lot more um, clear with my own thoughts. But the mm-hmm. fact that I'm being recorded, I'm like, you know, let me not say anything that could like, I don't know. I guess I, I'm afraid of of, of uh, saying something that I shouldn't say. You know what I'm talking about? Even though yeah. I probably am not going to say it, but <laughs> it's just there's a lot of pressure. <laughs> no, um, that definitely makes sense. Um that we it's not the first time um that's why we just kind of like create the space and just it's for you to be you right like that's why when drew was like he's gonna get canceled i'm just like (laughs) if you had heard half the stuff that people have said on here you'd be like wow like that's some rude stuff that's coming out your mouth exactly (laughs) yeah so um it's like it's not a big deal and i definitely agree with that um just the simple fact that like eyes are on you like you have to live up to some certain standard or like you have to be um the way you move has to be a specific way. Um, just to answer, just so that you know, so the hosts are in this conversation as well. Um, I'm a teacher and I think that my 
biggest challenge right now is basically like there are times when I'm teaching kids and um, you get specific behavioral issues. And I think that's a moment where um, my confidence is like, you know, it's like, what's going on with you? Like, are you a good teacher? Are you doing what you need to do to make sure that you're working for you're giving the best education to kids and their families? Um, And I think that also just comes into the fact of like when I do see like my principal or like any other leadership um, team member, I'm like, do I have it in me to want to be in that leadership position? Um, I don't mind like, you know, taking the lead on things. But I think a good part of that is that like when I do see what people are doing and what they have to do, I'm like, oh, crap. I'm like, I don't know if I could do all of that right now. Um, (laughs) It just seems like a lot of work you're trying to put on me. Just seems like there's a lot of things that go into it. Um, And it's just interesting that like, but when I am in these leadership positions and stuff like that, like I'm good, I'm good to go. But there's always this like, this doubt and um, I do suffer from like a great deal of like, you know, imposter syndrome. Like, can I do what I'm meant to do? Um, And I think that that's important just in general. Like, you know, there are some people who like, as me, I love to lead. I like to be the leader in teamwork positions and stuff like that. But when it comes to that time, like, am I, am I embodying this role? Um, How I'm supposed to is basically where my brain kind of goes. Um, and yeah, I mean, do you have anything to share? Um, no, I think uh, Mo can finish us off over here. You already oh, you already answered? Oh, we can move on to the next question? Yes. Okay. All right. So the next question. Oh, that's not me. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Are there things that you've said, I can't do it, but haven't tried yet? Um, and do you look back and regret in that moment? So are there things in the past that you've, you said, oh, I can't do this and you just haven't tried it. And now you're looking back and you're like, man, I wish I would have did it. Or I wish I would have pushed myself to do it when the time had come. And I think Mo started first last time. So Richard, it's up to you. I think I started first the following time. Okay. Uh, but I'll continue. Um, honestly, I guess I am proud of um, doing things that I've always wanted to do. So that's a question that I probably am not going to be the best person to answer. (laughs) So I'll just pass it on to somebody else. But yeah, I feel like, you know, I, things that I want to do, I've, I've always go for it. So yeah. Got it. That's fine. Don't worry about that. No regrets (laughs) there. All right, Drew. Um, are there things that I've said I can't do it, but I haven't tried it? Nah, I, I don't think so, to be honest. Like, I, I probably have the opposite problem where I'm trying <laughs> so many different things. <laughs> um, and then it's hard for me to focus on one because I have, like, you know, short attention span. I just have all these different interests. Like, you know, one day I'm a podcaster, the next day I'm this, next day I'm that. Um, so nah, but if there, if I could tweak the question a little bit, like there's definitely things yeah. that I didn't, there's definitely things that I didn't do that I wish I would have done. Um, and for whatever reason, like it, it, it just didn't happen. Like, for example, mm-hmm. in high school, I wanted to play sports. Like I always wanted to be a uh, high school athlete and like you know have my mom come to games <laughs> and stuff and like be in the stands and cheer me on and I I I initially I had a lot of regret but I've kind of just like accepted it that that's you know that can't be my reality and right now I'm just trying to 
live out that life the way that uh, I can, um, which means that, you know, just being active right now, um, like I've done some some adult leagues and stuff, which obviously is not the same thing as like being in high school. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of using that as a lesson to make sure that like whatever it is that you do want to do, you, make, you, you do it because sometimes uh, those goals are definitely like better suited in particular parts of your life. Um, and so once you exit that stage of your life, you know, you doing it at like 40 years old, probably, it's like, it doesn't feel the same, you know, versus doing it at like 25 or 26. Um, so no, I, I, I don't have the issue of like, I can't do it, um, but I haven't tried it yet. Like if anything, I'm running towards these things and just trying to tackle them. Gotcha. Um, I think like Drew said, there, there were situations in the past that it's just like, wow, I, w I wish I did it. But now it's just like, well, you know, it is what it is. Uh, just kind of come to terms with accepting it. Uh, maybe there are a few programs in the past where I wish I had applied to and wish I've gotten in. Um, but at the end of the day, like I'm happy with where I am. Um, I can only imagine like I can continuously add on and do better. Thanks for keeping it concise, Mel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we can move on to the next question. And that's how you know people are trying to go. Everybody's no, 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 no. 30 second, <laughs> 30 second answer now. <laughs> 30 second answers. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I don't want you to feel like you guys have like need to share a lot, but like since these questions are like real specific, that's why I was like, oh, quickly, if you had any situation like this, right, please right, share right. and like, what was your experience? But yeah, there's yeah. definitely questions that could make you think that we're about yeah. to get into. And this, I feel like is another quick question. What advice would you guys have loved to hear in your younger years that would have like helped you in your journey of self-esteem and confidence? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm going first, right? Yep. Uh, concision again. Yo, be you. Be you. I wish I heard that more. I wish I heard that more because there's a lot of things that I'm doing right now um, to kind of make up for that. Or there are a lot of things that I'm doing right now that I like. I have doubts about because I, when I was younger, like I didn't just like be myself, you know what I mean, to, to, to the fullest. So in terms of advice that I would have loved to hear, um, definitely just, just, just be you. Um, and similar to what you were saying earlier about how family, you know, kind of uh, pushes you away from, from, you know, goals sometimes, or just like puts you in un uncomfortable situations. I would say, yeah, it's family definitely contributed to, uh, especially coming from a Caribbean family, like, you know, sometimes uh, they, they, they can discourage you from doing certain things that you're interested in. So yeah, my advice to younger me would just be like, lean into who you are because a lot, because that like manifests into, um, you know, you, I actually, you don't even know what it could manifest into. And we live in a world where like, yo, you could literally monetize anything at this point. Right. So, um, I'm just trying to make up for that. Yeah. I'm just trying to make up for that, be myself and then, mm -hmm. um, just see where it goes from there. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Drew. Uh, Mo, you're up next. 
probably the phrase it's okay um like it's okay that you failed that test um it's okay that you're feeling this way it's okay that you want to do this that you want to do that um it really would have helped uh younger mo actually continuously you know have a positive outlook on life um like being uh, being a child of immigrants like you know you get a 90 but then they're like oh why didn't you get a 100 or you know why why didn't you get a 105 um so it's like if i was to hear that it's okay like uh, i guess like mainly younger mo is surrounded and solely focused on academic performance um like it's okay that you fail that test as long as you can understand where you went wrong and how to come back from that um it'll be okay so i really wish i i I had heard that when i was younger it definitely would have helped a lot definitely same here coming from african parents boy i definitely feel that uh yeah you can Mm -hmm. go (laughs) richard all right um so something that I mean, I guess I wish I would have done younger was probably take more risk and stop being so like responsible or like so aligned with whatever the norm is or whatever the case was. Um, For example, I remember going through high school and my high school years were not as fun. And I wish I had a lot more fun in high school. That way uh, I would have enjoyed more like my teen years. I mean, I'm having my fun now in my 20s and, you know, but it's not the same. I feel like I've also missed out on a lot. So if I would have been just a lot more like um, less restraint as a person, um, I feel that I would have uh, probably been a lot more different today. That's deep, bro. That's deep. I feel that. Um, I mean, I think I align myself with that experience. I think I had a little bit of fun in high school, but not the amount of fun that I saw other people have but i don't know i'm still trying to see if that had an effect on my life now maybe i'm trying to relive or trying to get that same amount of fun that i wish i had now because i play a lot of video games i want to travel but the only thing that limits me is <laughs> De Niro, cash luciano but without that restraint i feel like I would do more things that I want to do in my life at the moment. But that's, I guess that's a thought for another day. (laughs) You have the next question, Eunice. Yeah, uh, so for the next question, um, is there a formula of confidence that you found to work? So is there a process or a phrase that you tell yourself or um, I'm trying to think of other things, just anything in general that um, basically gets you to make sure that you're remaining as confident in who you are as a person. Um, I'll give, quickly give an example. Um, for me, my formula of confidence is taking the feeling of something that I'm passionate about. That can be video games, that can be information technology, and trying to reroute that feeling into a project that I have to do, a presentation that I have to do. How can I make this presentation something that I 
can't see myself being passionate about and just putting on a performance it's not it doesn't always have to be genuine but the fact that you're channeling energy from a different space in your life into that i feel like works for me i think mo yeah you start now i think you yeah yeah uh a, a, a formula for, I guess, confidence. For, for me, it's kind of a kind of weird because <laughs> it, it kind of it, it depends on the situation I'm in, right? So a, a good example is uh, like for work, if I have a big meeting coming up, I literally just get on the meeting prior to that, have my video up, and I'm looking at myself, I'm like, you can do this, you can do this. Um, but if, if I'm in the gym and I'm like, what, pushing 540, I, li I literally just pat myself on, on my shoulder. I'm like, you can, you can keep going. I'm like, that's it. Like, that's the confidence I need. So it's just, it's essentially, I guess the formula overall is just being able to know when to reassure myself on the task at hand, whether that's, you know, telling myself you can do this, you know, just physically like patting myself on the shoulder, like, okay, you can keep going. Um, that, that I guess that that's my formula. Okay. <laughs> Never really thought about that one. That's a good question. <laughs> uh, you're up next, Richard. Great. Um, for me, um, I guess a confidence booster is, I don't know what it is, but I feel whenever I go to the barbershop, simple things like that, just like um, going like that extra mile to look a little better. Uh, I feel like it does boost the confidence a lot. Um, also, thinking that we as humans have the same potential um, that other human beings have whenever they, it comes to achieving goals. Um, you know, we're breathing, we're living. So I feel that that's another confidence booster. I just think about it like, you know what, if somebody else did it, you could definitely do it as well. Um, so yeah, that's my ingredient. That's my, my formula. Thank you, Richard. Guru, mm -hmm. you got something? No, I'm just, I'm laughing because um, I really resonate with Richard's example about the barbershop. Um, although that's not like, you know, my formula, uh, I just, I, I, I think <laughs> to, I think about like the, the, the different memes that we've seen go viral or like the different TikToks <laughs> about, yeah. you know, that feeling when you just get out the chair and you got a yeah, fresh lineup, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> Even even doing this video, I'm like, damn, I haven't got lined up in so long. Like, <laughs> bro, look at I don't me, know bro. How to, like, right, I'm putting right, this out to the public. How, I don't know how this is gonna look, how it's gonna feel. But um, so yeah, Richard, I feel you on that one. Um, my formula it used to be very binary, um, but as of recently, actually, like my girl showed me how to um, stretch that a little bit, so. Uh, initially it was just, it was, it was Nike basically just do it. Right. That was my only, that was my only formula. Like I'm very result driven. I'm very goal driven. So like I got confidence from literally having these daily goals, weekly goals, monthly goals, quarterly goals, whatever, and literally just doing it. But I recognize that like sometimes the plan is not as linear and your ability to do it is, or you like yeah your ability to accomplish is um 
is not always like totally in your control. So going back to the work example that I gave earlier, I mean, you could apply, you could, you could, you know, have conversations with people, but at the end of the day, it's like, there's other factors to consider. So my girl helped me understand, like balance a little bit. And um, just like, I, I guess like, considering other factors, you know? Um, so adapting to maybe what's not going as as planned, right? That, like I use that, at, and it's not a way to like pity myself or have pity for myself or like make, or make the goalposts a little bit easier, but it, it is a way to just like factor in that, that, uh, that reality that, you know, sometimes things are just not going in the direction. And as long as you have done everything in your power, then that counts as just doing it too. And it's not only like, yo, I was able to, to accomplish. So you tried to, you know, you tried to do your thing and like, you know, it, it's not working out as intended. It's just, you just gotta, you just gotta, you just gotta take, accept the fact that like you did what was in your control to, to, to accomplish it. But yeah, it's just do it for me. Like make it happen. Gotcha. Thank you, Drew. All right. Um, with that, I think we can move on, right? Yes. You got the next question? You don't have a formula to share? My form? I did share my formula. You don't have a formula to share? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think for me, it's affirmations and saying a lot of I statements. Um, I tell myself a lot that like, I'd be like, uh, I'm a damn good teacher, <laughs> uh, just to make myself, uh, just know that I know, like, I know my worth. Um, and I think that's a big part. And also just naming the facts of like what I've done and what I've accomplished. Um, I think that's a big piece of it because, um, I do tend to kind of like take, I do a minimal celebration of my accomplishment and I'm like, all right, I got to get back to working on like some, some has to be done tomorrow. So I need to get my head straight back. Right. Um, mm -hmm. and I think that just making sure that I know that like, there are things that I've done, um, and I'm confident in like who I am, like, you know, I'm black, I'm beautiful, all of those kind of affirmations, they really just help me just get through the day or like get through um, a situation that I'm probably in at the moment. Yeah. All right, it's time. Hey, can, can, can we take a can we take a moment to appreciate this the studio too? I love the brick wall and everything. Oh. I don't know why we waited this long to say that, but y'all have such an elite here. I mean, yeah. I feel like I should just I should just turn my camera off because it doesn't even compare <laughs> to your brick wall and your poster and all that. Um, so no, shout out that's to the it. inspiration of the logo. I mean, like a lot of people commented on the brick wall, so I was like, might as well put it on the logo. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, our next apartment has a brick wall. Hopefully, hopefully. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but thank you for the compliment, Drew. That means a lot. But for the next question, so everybody did their personality test, right? Yeah. Okay. I did my homework. I did my homework. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so, all right. So, yeah, quick uh, three questions. Did you guys agree with your result? I personally had the, uh, the advocate, which related me to MLK and Mother Teresa and, like, that personality type. But most of what he was saying was very true. One thing that I resonated with was that advocates really are driven by their emotions and their ideal beliefs. And so that drive kind of leads into perfectionism, which I'm trying to like really work on. I know not everything can be perfect, 
but the drive to be perfect that an advocate supposedly have has i i definitely resonate with that so i don't know if anybody else has any thing to share with their results but the first question is do you agree with your result do you resonate with it and i think richard is up next know that oh, okay. I took the exam like about a couple of days ago yeah. and uh, I did get I believe was the defender mm. um I remember I took that same exam a few years ago and I got a different personality yeah. however I guess probably throughout time my um personality has either been changing or maybe I have a combination of both mm-hmm. um I did read the information I mean it was pretty like exact i just can't remember exactly what i was reading so yeah. <laughs> i need a refresher <laughs> on that okay okay um mo you can go no drew you can go i'm the protagonist yeah. and yeah i definitely agree with this just a little bit uh-huh. about it it says the protagonists are born leaders um mm-hmm. which explains why these personalities can be found among many notable politicians coaches mm-hmm. teachers um, their passion and charisma allow them to inspire others, not just in their careers, but in er- every er- arena of their lives, including relationships. Okay. Uh, and protagonists essentially feel called to serve a greater purpose in life, thoughtful and idealistic. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they strive to have a positive impact on people uh, and the world around them. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's definitely that's definitely um, me to the T. So <laughs> I... I it uh, referring back to my Instagram bio, um, something else that's in there is like it's bigger than me and with like the world icon mm-hmm. because I, I truly feel like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get me wrong, like, I, I I love like my own wins, I love flexing, I love all that stuff, but um, I also want to be mindful of like others around me and how can I, how can I, you know, um, essentially like share some of those wisdom, some of those learnings, everything. Cause I, if, to, if, if you're just keeping all that knowledge, my point of view is like, if you're just keeping all that knowledge to yourself, mm-hmm. uh, if you're just keeping all those wins to yourself, then like, I don't know, it's, it's kind of like a, a waste of, uh, it's just a waste yeah. to me. So yeah, I agree that, that that's my personality. Definitely. Thank you, Drew. Mo? Uh, I, I too got the protagonist. So, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I, I can definitely resonate with wanting to serve a greater purpose in life because, um, I, I, like like Drew, I like winning, and then I also like seeing other people's win. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just feels good, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, when especially when you know those close to you are are very uh have gone through a lot, and then they finally got that one win that breaks through everything. It's just it's a it it, it feels great. Uh, mm-hmm. to know like if you may have helped them in that entire journey mm-hmm. um and then like usually speaking up for what's right getting involved leading mm-hmm. the way um definitely have done a lot of that whether that's in my personal life or even career or w- whatever aspect of the world um kind of got hyped that the protagonists that are related to this was barack obama <laughs> oprah winfrey i'm just like okay yes, this sir. is it yes, <laughs> so uh yeah, I, de- I definitely, uh, I definitely agree with this, yeah. this entire personality depiction. Okay, definitely. Next question: Does your confidence derive 
from your personality type in any shape or form? Like, do you knowing your personality or knowing a version of it that's written onto paper, do you see your confidence deriving from the characteristics that you agree with, with your result? Andrew, I think you're, yeah, you're up first. We might have to do the elementary school breakdown. <laughs> so, I'm like, not sure. <laughs> so I don't know if you've ever thought about like who you were as a person, but the fact that you mm -hmm. see a version of your personality, like quantified onto paper, do you feel like the fact that you know, okay, yeah, this is me. Yeah. Do you feel a sense of like more confidence giving into your personality? Like, because some people feel like they don't know who they are, right? So that makes their confidence waver. But the fact that you have this result that's quantified, that gives you a perspective or an image, does that make you more? It's like another person in a horoscope. No yeah, way. like people find themselves in their horoscopes and like, oh yes, this is me. I've always been questioning why I've been acting this way. But here it is quantified in front of my face. Yeah, I would, I would, I would <laughs> say that uh, that's that's helpful towards mm -hmm. uh, that's helpful for me, like to mm -hmm. to to have a sense of identity, yeah. um, even though it's 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 ever changing. Yeah. Um. Not 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 many not many thoughts there. Surprisingly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a quick question. Um, Mo, you're next. Um. I'm honestly, I don't know, like, does my sense of confidence derive from this? Yes and no. Uh -huh. um, it feels good to see that some of the traits there are things that I do feel confident on, like being receptive, reliable, and such. Okay. Uh -huh. But does that give me more confidence? No, it's like more of a reassurance in more a way. Of a reassurance. Just like, okay. yeah, it's just like, all right, like, uh, these are traits about myself that I, I know. And mm -hmm. like, this, uh, this depiction is, uh, about spot on. Mm -hmm. Okay, Richard. Um, I I guess it's a it's a yes and no as well. Mm -hmm. I, in some sense, it gives me like a few, I guess normal because it's like oh wait, there's a there's a category for who I am as a person uh, <laughs> for my personality at least. Yeah. Um, however, I also think like these things do change throughout time, so I'm not like a hundred percent with it. Mm -hmm. So, for example, like I'm a Scorpio, I'm like okay um many of those things are true that's mentioned but i'm not also 100 percent with it so yeah definitely. <laughs> it's just a, yeah. a piece of who you are a tiny piece exactly yeah. right like a general or a little gist of uh, yeah. who i am yeah yeah um so i got the architect personality type and i felt like i agreed with it only because um <laughs> so there's three important parts of this um, the first part is that I question everything. Um, I do that in general. Um, Hamed will ask you, my favorite word is why. Um, is I just need to know it. That's just how it is. Um, and I'll keep asking why, even though you've probably already given me the last reason that you probably have in your head or the last known option in the world that you think is the last option in the world. Um, but that's there. I think another part of it is also, um, it says architects aren't known for being warm and fuzzy. I'm not a warm and fuzzy person. Um, I don't come across as warm and fuzzy. I'm very like, 
have men will tell you I'm mean. I'm the most nicest, meanest person you'll ever meet. Um, and I think that that's just, it just resonated a lot. As I was reading it, I was like, duh, like this just makes so much sense at this point. Um, and then the third part of it was basically that um, there's a huge independent streak. Um, I speak independence, I preach it, I, I serve it. Um, I just know that like when I do something and when it's done by me, that it gets done exactly how I want it to. Um, and I can't rely on other people to do it for me at that point. Um, so I did feel like I did agree with the results. Um, I don't think my confidence derives from it, from that personality type. Cause I mean, there are probably a few aspects in there that are just not me. Like I know who I am. Um, and I know that that's probably not one of my strengths or one of my weaknesses. Um, and I don't feel any different after, um, taking the test. I just, it just makes me, I guess it brings that same reassurance that everyone was kind of um, echoing um, that like, oh, okay, like, you know, it makes sense. Um, I could see where you're coming from. Uh, thanks for the the type. Thanks for the information that you've given. Um, it kind of like helped put words to probably situations that have happened in the past or situations or like just how I progress through life. Um, and I think that's incredibly important. So now we can move on to the final question. Oh yes, it is. <laughs> so uh, now it is the last question. And I think a big part of this is, what are the growth plans you've set for yourself from this moment? I thought the final question was going to be Donda versus CLV, but that was fine. Boy. Growth plans. Who's, who's, who goes first this time? I think it's you. I think it's you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Growth plans that I've set for myself from this moment. Mm -hmm. What moment? What moment are we referring to? Um, right, now. right now like if you if this, if this entire conversation has made you think about like hmm, maybe or maybe like there's plans that you've set for yourself that you want to achieve maybe even before this moment it doesn't have to be this moment but like yeah right now like where's your where's your journey going yeah well i'm the type to let things uh marinate so you know, I'll probably tomorrow just have like an aha moment and then want to like send you a video clip Definitely, of me. Bro. It's I'm like saying that. something be like, yo, edit this in. Yeah, edit. got you, got you, got you. Um, but I would say like my growth plans, a new tradition that I've started is um, it's basically like 90 days before the new year starts, right? So October 1st, basically. Mm -hmm. Um just trying to get super clear and intentional about what I want the following year to look like. Mm -hmm. And of course, 2020 showed us that, you know, your plans can always go out the window. So mm -hmm. don't spend, you know, too much time investing like in the long term. And this mm -hmm. is exactly how I want things to look like. And this mm -hmm. is, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Right. Um, but yeah, I, growth plan for me, or just like a tradition I've adopted, is 90 days before the new year starts, um, diving into those new year resolutions, if you will, um, so that I could take those 90 days to pretty much like work out the kinks, mess up, and then come January, come the start of the year, 
I'm pretty much hitting the ground running on yeah. whatever it is I feel like is important to me. Yeah, that's wow, that's good. That's a good one. <laughs> All right, Mo. <laughs> uh, I I guess for me, I mean I I I've been doing some like introspection for a while and know that I I I do want to pursue a, another level of education mm-hmm. um where that'll be and how i'm going to get the scores that i want um uh, is still up in the air i'll leave that for future mo to figure out not mm-hmm. current mo um so there's that um looking into myself do i feel passionate about the work i'm doing as well um like what are my interests um like what are my strong skills that I can utilize? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess like what other, I guess careers are out there. So yeah. just doing a lot of introspection, I guess. Um, and then I guess uh, just being more social too, because with like COVID and the pandemic, like having a massive hit on my uh, on social lives, yep. um, being social, whether that's, you know, with new people or even my friends, like sometimes I don't even respond to the group chat sometimes. I'm just like, all right, cool. Just, <laughs> I, I leave it as is. And I'm like the watcher. Like I, I watch everything <laughs> that goes on in the, in the group chat. I just don't say anything sometimes. Yeah. And then when I do, it'll have like an infinite amount of, uh, consequences or results. Um, so I don't know. It's I'm in a weird spot right now, but I know the direction I do want to head in, which is mm-hmm. if that makes sense or not. I don't know. <laughs> it does. It does. Thank you for sharing, Mo. Richard. All right. So for the future, uh, some growth plan that I have. Well, mm-hmm. first, I want to continue um, the same way I've been for the past couple of years um, yeah. in terms of confidence and following my intuition for everything. So that's definitely a go. But one thing I started doing this year was um, I was actually my broker who taught me that uh, basically write your goals and hang it somewhere. I have it in my wall in my bedroom. So it's like I always see it every morning. I always revise it every now and then just to make sure that my my um, I am aligned with whatever my my actions are aligned with uh, whatever I have written on paper. So that's something that has helped a lot and I'm going to continue doing it from now on Um, for next year. I mean, I don't like to make plans for next year or for the future because I've noticed that sometimes in my opinion, (laughs) I mean, I think you you already know about this when I was in college, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I wanted to be an accountant Mm -hmm. when I first started school and that really took a toll on me when I realized that I wasn't passing the classes that I had to pass. So I don't make those plans anymore like that. Like, oh, I'm going to do this by this time. I just like write it down, but I don't put a time. I mean, I could try to aim for a time, but I don't, you know, I don't make it like set. I don't set it as the exact, like the time, because that could really um, impact you emotionally, I think. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Thank you. I guess I'll share, since it's the last question. Quickly, I'm currently like a IT support technician and my current growth plan is to basically learn different forms of IT. So right now I'm learning uh, cloud computing with Microsoft 
and I'm trying to get that certificate by the end of the year so I can increase my salary potential. So that's currently a goal that I set myself. So by the end of the year, if you don't, if I'm like still like messing around, fucking around, just hold me accountable, bro. But right now I'm almost finished studying the online course that I bought. I'm like 85% through. Just have two more chapters and then I can start like rehearsing the questions and stuff like that. So yeah, how about you, Jamise? Any goals? <laughs> Um, I think I have, as everybody was talking, I'm like, I think my two major goals are split in between like work and personal. Um, since I did decide to, you know, recently start therapy, I think one of my, like my major personal goal at this point is just to overcome my trauma and just try to deal with, um, like have better mental health, basically like have, have a space where I'm able to just function um, and to just be very stable in just my headspace. Um, and I think career wise, um, I just want to, I, since I just started teaching kindergarten, I used to, I taught pre-K for two years. Um, I honestly just want to become a better teacher. I want to kind of work on perfecting my craft. Um, and I know that's something that's ongoing because education is just always just changing and it's ever evolving in very many ways. There's always something that I have to research or like teach that I need to make sure that I'm telling my students about. Um, and I think that it's a lot of constant things that need to be done. Um, and I think I just want to become better as a teacher first before I decide to want to lead a whole school or a whole group of teachers and a bunch of students in a whole building. Thank you for sharing, Jamise. And that's the end of the episode. Thank you very much, Drew, Richard, Mo. Staying two hours being vulnerable. I mean that that has to be like <laughs> thanks you. That has to be a Guinness World Record right there. But uh outside of UMLA workshops. <laughs> but besides that, um I just want to thank the audience for listening again and supporting the episode. You can catch us on Spotify, Google Play, uh Apple Podcast, and a few other Stitcher Radio. We just just oh, Google okay. us, bro. We're all out there. And to the audience, we'll see you on the next episode. And for the participants, you guys can say like a little bit after for like feedback and stuff right now. But I'm ending the recording. See you next time.